Has the winter season taken a toll on your tile, upholstery, carpet? Call Cyclone Cleaners, 570-726-6200. For all your carpet, upholstery, and ceramic tile cleaning needs, it's Cyclone Cleaners. Also offering odor treatment and soil and stain guard. Choose the only cleaning company that supplies the water to clean your home and disposes of it when they are finished. Call Cyclone Cleaners to schedule your cleaning today, 570-726-6200. Hello and welcome, heroes, to Crit Academy Unearthed Tips and Tricks. I'm your host, Justin. I'm your co-host, Ian. I'm your co-host, Brandon. We hope to inspire you with creative content that you can bring with you on your next adventure. Today, we have some really great new Unearthed Tips and Tricks for you uh, as we continue experimenting with releasing UTTs as a separate podcast as opposed to including them in our primary main topic show. Uh, be sure to let us know what you think and uh, send them to us by social media or email at gmail. Or CritAcademy at gmail.com. Or something in Discord. It all works. <laughs> yeah, definitely join us in uh, Discord, too. So, uh, our monster is the Dweller. Now, I want you guys to imagine this. The Dweller is a soul bound to a wall. Nice. A summoner of sorts was trying to conjure a demon, and something went wrong, and it bound it to some sort of wall or, or something in a house, right? Or a structure. Nothing about when the wizard... And a meme somewhere in the lemon because it gets recursive. <laughs> Instead of a demon. <laughs> That's funny. Oh. So uh, to do this, we're going to start with the stat block of the mimic. It's going to lose its shape changer, its adhesive uh, adhesive abilities, uh, acid immunities, and as well as the um, speed uh, speed become uh, speed zero. So what makes this creature in interesting is it's got etherealness, which basically allows it to easily jump between the ethereal realm and the normal realm to ambush people. The problem with this is it's still stuck in the damn door <laughs> or wall or wherever it is. So it relies on other uh, mechanics to really do the deed. Most notably, it has horrifying visage. So every time it pops out, it can frighten people. This also Boom. ages them. Yep. It ages them. Bum, bum, bum. It makes them older. If, they're, if they fail to save, they, they get older. Um, and so since it can't move or anything, it has to survive some way. So of course we have to give it vampire drain, right? Which not only reduces the hit points of the target it hits, yep. but also heals the dweller. That's nice. Now we're also going to give it a reaction because what kind of poltergeist can't send random objects flying across the room? Woo! Not a, a not a good one, right? So of course we're going to give it a reaction that every time it's hit by an attack, it can use its reaction to launch objects. Think the catapult spell, right? Or it just picks an object and sh sends it flying. Or a creature. Or a creature. Yes, also a creature. That's important. Not picturing them hurling a weasel at, at the players. <laughs> what do you guys think about this monster? <laughs> Situational but effective. I think I might plug this into the haunt. At that would be Kuskan. awesome. Do it. Do it. Yes. Um, this is definitely meant to be uh, uh, tied to like a haunted house or something with some terrible, you know, backstory. So make sure you you, you tie it into that, especially I like a, a wizard's next, tower. I do believe next month's uh, map for patrons is a haunted house. Should be. 
Uh, right, the adventure for that. Until if you don't know, uh, at our Patreon, uh, we do adventures and uh, uh, maps for the um, patrons. So maybe consider checking that out. Um, I think what makes this different, uh, interesting, is the characters can just leave. Yep. <laughs> if if it occurs to them, <laughs> get back here. Uh, no. <laughs> but that's the thing; they can just leave. But so can it. It can appear, disappear into the ethereal realm. So it's a very interesting um, enemy because to me it has to be like at a door wall that's got a big door or something that they got to pass through, right? But nothing's stopping them from just walking away and looking for another entrance. And I think that that's what makes this interesting. Also having to get over here every time somebody goes to leave, get over here! It keeps dragging, dragging somebody back in. So I don't know. Well, how does the this work with that? If it's stuck in a wall... Mm-hmm. If it's stuck in a wall, what's the point of ethere- etherealness? Because then it disappears. You can't see it on this plane. If it's stuck in the wall and there's a big giant demon head flailing oh, about, you can see like, it. Like stuck in the wall. It's yeah, like, I thought you meant like its spirit is part of the wall. No, it's stuck in the wall, but it can't. Okay. Nobody's gonna walk in and see it and be like, "Oh, we should kill that." It needs to ambush people. So it stays in the ethereal realm where you can see everything and then pops out. So, a good one. Uh, if you like the monster, consider heading on over to Crit Academy. We uh, do full stat blocks, uh, lore, and backstories for our monsters with gorgeous art. Yep. Our encounter is... Ahoy, matey! Guess what the theme of this one is? <laughs> pirates! Yes, so there's something about pirates that I don't think we use enough, you guys. The characters, for whatever reason, are um, uh, run into a crowd of bandits run by Brayden Uskawerks. And what makes this an interesting encounter is that uh, the most dangerous enemies are in the crow's nest. Yar. Brayden. Yeah. <laughs> really? What? You named a pirate Brayden? It was randomly generated. I don't care. <laughs> Whatever. I'm not good with anything. I had to randomly generate the stuff. So anyways. Hey, Tyler, so, uh, <laughs> they specialize. They specialize in, in, in uh, oh. stealing and... and Carrying goods that are stolen by other people from one point to another, right? And so they have to protect it really, really good, well. And they do that by hiring some of the most dangerous sharpshooters in the high seas. So that means they have features like sharpshooter. Yep. Poisoned tipped arrows. Drow, you're welcome. And a sharpshooter ah! let you ignore. Uh, huh? Doesn't sharpshooter let you ignore up to half cover? Three quarters. Three quarter yeah. cover. And you don't take a disadvantage on long range. So, so now they can shoot through all the obstacles that are from the 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 the, the mast and the and all the stuff that might be in the way without any penalty. And do you know how hard it is to attack something that's that high up above you? And the longbows can fire up to six hundred. Ask Anakin. Ouch! <laughs> it's over, Anakin. I have the high ground. Uh, yeah, this is good. Uh, Mythbusters prove that that doesn't mean shit. Actually, it's easier to chop at people's feet. <laughs> Which also Anakin is familiar with. Well, the peasant terrain, <laughs> the, what, what they have, pull arms and so forth. So the other thing that makes this really interesting is all the tripping hazards that take place on a boat. But it's not bound to the boat, right? The boat can, fla- can sail away, and the archers with longbows up top can still pelt the... The heroes. So long, suckers. So, this is a very interesting one. What do you guys think? Fun. 
the only way these people can hide from being in the crow's nest is to go below decks, where it's probably much more dangerous. I'll be able to see some traps down there. I like that. And you think they would know something like that and plan for it? I'm thinking some glyphs of warding. Well, I don't think they would blow up their <laughs> fire spell, but definitely something that would bind or lock somebody in place till they can be uh, handled. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's like a captain. Um, uh, the boat that was taken over by pirates. Mm-hmm. I'm the captain now. Yeah, that guy. Oh, Captain Phelps. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like you know the boat, but they don't. Yeah, same, same process. You can for take the characters. It, take advantage of it. The other thing is by giving them poisonous arrows and stuff, like like the drow poison can knock you out. Oh yeah. Um, and just. I mean, somebody just being knocked out, they won't even, their whole goal is to just keep you at bay so you can't board, you can't, I want, man, I kind of want to give them now like a, a thunder arrow that they shoot and it does the uh, thunder <laughs> wave, overboard. you know, <laughs> knock them back, so pretty straightforward, um, not uh, super complex, but a fun one, um, so our uh, magic item is the Wall of Demonic Visage, and I want to hear what you guys think about this. It's a shield. <laughs> yeah. We don't have enough shields in, ma- in magical items, right? Or bows. So uh, <laughs> this is definitely tied similar to the Dweller Magic Wall, where there's a, a visage or a shape on the uh, shield that, as an action, you can speak the command word, and a creature that can see the shield must make a save or be frightened, that also ages them 1d6 10 years if they fail by 5 or more. Ah! Um, and what this is where it really gets interesting. Um, the While the target is uh, frightened, um, or once it succeeds, it is immune to the shield. Yeah. Uh, but means. the age re- reversing effect can only be fixed by like greater restoration spells or something similar. That part I'm fine with. <laughs> Why is that? It's the 24-hour part. That. <laughs> oh, well, that it's immune to? Uh, you're immune to the effects once you succeed? Get, no, that the only... The aging effect only works within 24 hours. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a limit, right? you got to get to it really yeah. quick. That, that part I'm not, I'm not as cool because other reverse aging effects can be done past so, the 24-hour yeah. mark. It, they, it's just consistency for me. Yeah. If a player goes to make the save at the end of their turn or whatever and they fail, do they age again? No. But man, I should have wrote that in because that's way cooler. That'd be shitty. Yeah, because one d six is already a lot depending on the race, right? Yeah. I mean, that could kill a human. In some cases, or yeah, I mean, if they're old enough, or at least turn them cripples. Is there not stats for that? Or turtle, or or a cobra, or <laughs> a lot of them, right? A lot yeah. of them have you know the age range of like sixty to eighty years or whatever. Jeez. Or some case, twenty, thirty, forty. Yeah. <laughs> not great. <laughs> so this is dangerous. Uh, this is an uncommon item. That's worse. (laughs) This aging thing, that's a great way around really, really strong fighters. It doesn't matter how high your AC is if you're fucking 90 years old. (laughs) (laughs) And and some additions account for that. But anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I personally tweak this a little bit, but overall, though, I like it. (laughs) Okay. What would you like to see change? The 24 hour part. (laughs) You want it to be, and they can, at any time, as long as they get the greater restoration. Right, just because that is consistent with other creatures and and other effects. Okay. That's the only thing I That's a fair assessment. I like that. What about you, Come get some. Yeah. But but I still like it overall, because it still will impact you right then and there. (laughs) Right, right. What do you think, B? I like it. I like the the aging idea. Yeah, I definitely like that it's a shield, too. (laughs) um, everyone see the shield. Uh, you ever play uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night? You get the the variety of shields that do different things. My favorite was always like the Medusa. Yep. You hold it out and turns people stone. This is kind of what that reminds me of. So, all right, you ever all use right. the shields with the shield rod? Huh? 
Have you ever used the shields with a shield rod? There's a shield rod? Guess have not. you not heard of that? Uh-uh. Oh, the, the shields have an actual purpose besides just blocking damage and stuff. Like Alucard shield. If you take the, sh- the uh, shield rod, which is that stupid little hook or whatever that shoots a little ball, uh-huh. very little damage. If you press uh, block and attack at the same time, it combines the two, and the shield rod gives you a buff based on what shield you're using. If you're using a la carte shield, it uh, ticks like five points of damage for every 0.1 seconds that you're blocking on something, and it heals you for that much. Clearly, I didn't play this game enough. Which is weird <laughs> it, it is so it much lot. fun. You're just like, da, 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 da. that's kill, why I always use a Medusa shield. You can kill Dracula in like 10 seconds. That's a lot of damage. <laughs> Nice. All right, it's ridiculous. So, uh, that'll do it for our magic item. Uh, great news, everyone. Oh. Exotic Equipment Perks is live now on Kickstarter, you guys. Oh. Oh. We're super, super excited for this. Uh, if you don't know, our earlier release of Weapon Perks became our f- most successful yeah. uh, project that we've ever done. And so we took that idea and expanded upon it and wrote some new perks. We also delved into creating new armor perks. So now armor. armor are different more than just armor class, right? Yeah. Um, a good example is the the chain shirt. Who doesn't hate freaking heat metal? The chain shirt lets you pull it off as an action. So if you're going into an area where you're fighting a druid, for instance, that would make be likely be a better choice of armor than plate. Yeah. Right. Uh, some of the other ones, uh, they resist different resist different. Uh, uh, damage types or environmental effects or environmental effects and it works really really well of course we've got the weapons that give you a multitude of different mechanics and perks too <laughs> yeah. um and each and every mm. single one is different so now your uh pole arms are all different <laughs> which they weren't previously they're literally exactly the same so now everything stands out so it's one more layer to not only character customization but choosing the object uh, that's best for the situation, the right tool for the job. Sometimes the highest damage weapon isn't going to be the best. No. And I think that that makes uh, exotic equipment perks awesome. Of course, we also added extra weapons and armor for that are exotic yes, classification. Added new weapons. Yes, so it's really, really exciting. Right. So head on over to uh, rebrand.ly slash exotic perks and back it today and help bring it to life. Share it with your friends. Help us get it in the hands of those that seek to enhance their combat. Please. All right. If you're a player, show your D- show your DM this. I'm sure he'll oh, yeah. be more than happy to help. Because you can give it to monsters, too. All the, all the, yeah. all the, the perks are <laughs> to whoever's proficient with it, right? Yeah. All right. Our Dungeon Master tip. Searching for the fun. Yes. What? He doesn't like you're having fun at all. I've had experience with this. Yeah. Sometimes characters wander about moving... Growing increasingly frustrated. Has this ever happened to you guys? Yep. Where you don't have enough information to know what you're supposed to do next. Yep. Oh, yeah. That is Isn't it horrible? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not fun. So as dungeon masters, if they miss something, it's our job to put it in front of them. Don't make them go searching for the fun. Call for checks that will help them find it. Even if it's an intelligence check, oh, you remember this thing, maybe there's something yep. there. The big thing, though, is sometimes just because the player doesn't know something doesn't, doesn't mean their character does not. Yes, especially when you get to the, like the genius level characters, right? That's yep. a big one. I've often had to be said, a player, no matter how high their int score is, is only as smart as a player behind them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's you funny. Know, uh, hey, it's like, yeah, I've done that. It's like, hey, okay, you know what? Give me an intelligence check. Like, and they roll. It's like, okay, I rolled a 15. If you wander into the desert, there's a 90% chance you're going to die. 
Like, oh, I'm going to do it anyway. Well, guess what? Don't be surprised. Okay. All and, right. And you're that, on. That's, and that's the way it is. Like, when it comes to clues, I know we want to, them to search out and find all the clues, but sometimes they're going to miss stuff. And your adventure should uh, accommodate that, right? Yep. You should be able to build in it that, okay, I'm going to put out ten clues, but really they only need five to figure out what's going on. Yep. But even then, if they don't get those five, either you did a poor job of planning it out, or you just need to toss them more uh, guidance, right? Nothing about that one, like, uh, webcomic. Huh, there's a bunch of skeletons along around this well. What could have happened? Maybe the water inside is so delicious that even the dead want to drink it. <laughs> <laughs> that is very strange, but I dig it. I dig it. DM face palming. Yeah, right. Come on! <laughs> <laughs> They're all thirsty. This water tastes like it. poison. <laughs> <laughs> and here, uh, that's a really good one. I like that. Uh, yes, yeah, so don't make the fun. Don't make the players search for the fun. Get. If it's getting bored or they're getting frustrated, Get. just plop it in front of them and move on. My point though was sometimes players come to the completely wrong conclusions. I've been there too, <laughs> and that's okay. But I do like the idea of yep. the uh, dead crawling out of the ground to drink from the well. <laughs> make paints a much more enjoyable picture than they all drank and died <laughs> oh which by the way poisoning water supplies is huge huge no-no in forgotten realms there are laws that will get you ex- well uh, yeah like murdered uh oh, yeah. executed <laughs> so there's no forgiveness for poisoning water supplies all right that'll do it for our dungeon master tip our player tip of the podcast is don't be a dick, dick. And you can avoid dickitude by choosing the right zombie for the job. I mean, how many different zombies are there? Just the one. Oh, but that's right. Just the one. Oh, I was going to say, take every monster stab block and turn him into a turn zombie. Turn him undead? <laughs> that's good, too. But, uh, <laughs> so we're going to talk specifically about Animate Dead. Fucking I if you don't, so much. <laughs> if you don't know, it's a third-level necromancy spell where the caster basically can reanimate and control piles of bones or a corpse, etc., right? Yep. With a bit of clever thinking, though, it becomes more than just a meat shield, you guys. So I'm going to give you some of uh, my own personal ideas, but I want to hear what you guys think. Hey, butler, give me some of this drink. <laughs> that's a good one. Using them as a butler is pretty clever. I think that that's a, a really good one. But we can even do more than just carrying <clears throat> stuff and basic labor, right? What the hell? Maybe they can fill the watchman role in your party, right? I wouldn't trust a zombie on watch. Okay, okay. What about maybe the bard needs extra backup dancers? <laughs> or perhaps <laughs> like a thriller. <laughs> <laughs> the thriller. I didn't even think about that. Um, huh. or I think just shoves in this hallway. Skeleton, go! <laughs> I I think I've done that, haven't I? No, I lured your skeletons into the the trap once. Not mine. <laughs> you were running a game, didn't I? Lure them with my. Uh, oh, that one. Yeah. Um. Oh, that one. The other thing I want to touch on is it says corpse or pile of bones. So maybe you need somebody to do something for you and they're bad. So you just take them out, animate and walk along. Maybe you need to get into a special location that that person's in charge of. Take them. If charm person doesn't work, they work even more. They're more obedient when they're dead and reanimate them and just walk into the secret party or into a vault that needs their (laughs) eye print or something. Eyes don't have prints, you know what I mean. And just because the zombie or skeleton you summon gets destroyed doesn't mean you can't res him again. <laughs> I was going to say, I had a question about that. If something you res dies, can you re-res it? 
Totally. Yeah. Oh, shit. I've been ruling it properly then. Yeah, unless your corpse exploded, I would imagine. Well, uh, even I then, just, you probably could, as long as the pieces don't go too far away. I would say when they die, they turn to ash. No, that's certainly not what happens. They're already dead. Bring them back to life again. Because the, the spell doesn't care if they're skeletons or, or I actually, anything. I offered them two options. They took the uh, the easy option. I was like, there's a better option, which would work better. And that is kill that, your partner? Is that <laughs> if your raised zombie or skeleton or whatever dies and you res it again, you, you can res it again, but its durability goes down. Because it's already been chopped to, chopped to shit. Yeah, but the body, the spell doesn't care Magic. if they've been. Yeah, the spirit spell doesn't care if they've been chopped to bits. Oh, they just reform with one less arm, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> the villain killed my brother. I shall avenge him. You have my sword, Ranger. You have my bow, Necromancer. And your brother. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, is there any other clever ways that you could use uh, this? Because I've got one more, but I want to see what you guys got, and I'll tell you why. Siege I think weapon it's awesome. ammunition. Siege weapon ammunition. That's a good one. What do you got, B? An engine. An engine? Hamster wheel. Ooh, I like that. I didn't but, think about but that. Size. <laughs> because they don't get exhausted. Nope. Uh -huh. That's awesome. I like that. No, mine is in the middle of a frozen tundra. There's no firewood. <laughs> Instant fire. <laughs> Use them as kindling. All right. So... Uh, I think I, I did have a player frighten me with this, made me panic. He was one of those DM moments, like, okay, fine, because uh, they killed his mage, very strong guy. Uh -huh. It's like I'm gonna grab his body, I'm gonna start dragging him over to this little safe area. I'm like, you're gonna raise him, aren't you? And it's just, you'll see. Whatever. Like, okay, you're a goblin, but you've managed to get him up there. It's like, okay, I'm gonna speak with Dead. Oh fuck, because he was a boss. So he would know about the stuff going on. Mm -hmm. I didn't even think about that for a second. It's like, oh shit. But they don't have to answer honestly. I got to think of some uh, cryptic shit to talk to him about. Yeah, I like that. I like that very much. They have to answer, but they but the answer can be screw you. Yeah, I knew we've <laughs> talked uh, we've talked about it before. There's uh, there's the um, people just use animate the dead to or speak with dead to solve murders and stuff. But yeah. sometimes they don't see what happens. Yep. they may not know everything. I got stabbed in the back. Of course I don't know who killed thing. <laughs> <laughs> but I saw the knife protruding. What did it look like? A knife. <laughs> All right. That'll do it for our player tip of the podcast. Don't, don't be, be a dick. dick. And you can avoid dickitude by choosing the right zombie for the job. Zombie. Yes. Um, if you enjoy the show and you want to support us, please visit us at CritAcademy.com. Follow us on social media. Leave us a review. Please, if you haven't hit the notification on YouTube, do that, please. You get some more stuff like this. Yes. Follow us, follow uh, us, follow us, follow us. I know UTT sounds like a uh, STD, An but STD. <laughs> it's okay. It's for everyone. All right. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's rad. This is why you got to wear proper protection. And by protection, I mean armor. Right? <laughs> that way you don't get infected by zombies beating on you. That sounds way worse. Anyway, I went on a date and I got I-Rod. <laughs> That'll do it for the show. I am your host, Justin. I'm your co-host, Ian. I'm your co-host, Brandon. Thanks for listening. Keep your blade sharp and spells prepared, heroes.
Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks. You're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen.